Hey, everybody, this is Ready to Do a Podcast. We are at, at Mobile Tech Expo. We had a little bit of a tech issue. We got you up. As you can imagine, a show this size, a lot of bandwidth going all over the place. But I have got I've got a team of entrepreneurs, business dudes, uh, not wannabes. And these, these are uh, people that have got uh, – some of them, you're going to hear some things coming out of their mouths that may not be popular. But that's why I have them here is because – they're going to speak the facts, and they're going to tell you about making money uh, in industry. I don't care what industry, because uh, these guys go from a, a, a whole different perspective. So we're going to take a start to my far, my right, your left, and we're going to start, Ian, go ahead and introduce yourself. We're going to come right down the line. Yeah, I'm Ian Ravelkamp, the owner of Auto Fiber, so premium microfiber towels. Right on. Games. How long have you been in business? I've been in business for over half my life now so i started the business when i was 21. so like 12 years no, I started, <laughs> i'm 42 now and I are started, you really yeah i started when i was look good dude so that's awesome 21 years that's awesome i mean a real entrepreneur somebody that i really when when ian when ian puts stuff up I, I i i watch it i can't see everything that everybody puts up but when i see him post something i always read it because it's always going to be it's always going to be good stuff yeah, try to be thoughtful. Oh, there you go. We so, can hear you better, too. Awesome. Cool. All right. <laughs> Billy, you're next. Hey, I'm Billy Bogus, uh, owner of American Detailer Garage. Make chemicals and processes and common sense solutions to everyday problems. And we started that company four years ago, so we're still in our infancy. There you go. But I like the perspective because blue-collar dude coming out, you're building your dream up. You know, you had to work, work working full-time, building your dream up. I mean, so a lot of people are going to relate to that, and uh, I'm definitely one of them. Again, a, a guy that if you don't want the opinion, uh, probably don't read his stuff, you know, be, because uh, he's definitely he's got he's got some great uh, outtakes on life and, and business and bullshit, you know, because uh, he'll call you on bullshit if you uh, if you put it up to him. Shane, go for it, buddy. I'm uh, Shane Mayfield. I own and operate Perfection Plus Auto Salon, a couple different locations, and I also have a wheel and tire business uh, as well as suspension lift kits. I do paint protection film, window tinting. I'm also part owner of a car dealership as well. Wow. So this, uh, you know, this is one of my buds, man. I mean, this guy, I've watched him uh, when he came to training, had a successful business, uh, and he's taken that successful business. He's put money away, cash away. He's, he's bought real estate. He's bought investment real estate. He's bought additional companies. He's invested in himself. He's invested in his personal time. Uh, it's it's been a, a wonderful uh, front row seat to watch him transition from being a technician to a to a serious entrepreneur. So Thank pretty you. cool. To my left, good friend of mine. Go for it, Joel. Joel LeBron, president and director of IGL Coatings. Uh, started in the detailing industry five years ago myself, but. In your prior life, let's talk about that for a second. What you did? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> well, uh, owned, we uh, owned multiple grocery stores. Took uh, I took a lot of American concepts, introduced them to the Canadian market. Uh, small company called Price Club. You guys know it as Costco. Uh, Staples USA. I was the representation in Canada when we came into the Canadian market. Uh, Lowe's. So Home Depot. I I took a lot of different. Uh, Retail concepts and brought up to the key market, but so not just dealing with uh, millions, but billions. And I think that's that's a that's a Joel brings something that's really cool. Is I've got a background with a company that was billions, and when you get that perspective, it just changes your life because you're not dealing. You know, we're used to dealing with maybe 
when you start out with tens of tens of thousands, then you go to hundreds of thousands, then you get to you know million or millions, and but when you're dealing with billions, is you see life at a little different level. Last PNL I looked at it was two point eight billion, and I had twenty two thousand employees. Yeah, so again a different perspective, you know. So I love to see that. My buddy Tommy down here. Now this dude, I'll brag a little bit before he starts. I've watched Tommy for years. And the guy, you know, he was given, a, he was given, he, he, he developed opportunities. But I've loved seeing them with this opportunity that he's got right now. I've loved seeing him take off with it. I've loved watching him's personal development. I've liked how much he'll stand up to it for his brand. And I also like that the fact that he gives, gives a lot to a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, you do. So, Tommy, introduce yourself. Uh, Tommy Davis. I own Angel Axe Direct, and I run U.S. operations for Angel Axe Pretty cool, dude. Out of Las Vegas. So, gents, we're gonna just we're just gonna ask some questions. We're gonna give each one of you an opportunity to respond. We're also gonna take and have an open mic where you just for one minute, you're just gonna take and, and be able to put out there what you think is important for people to, to do. I'm gonna ask a simple question. We work in an industry that's passion based. So we work in an industry to where it's there's hobbyists that love to take care of their vehicles. And it's kind of like it's kind of like the gym industry. There's people that are into fitness because they have to. There's people that are into fitness because they love to. There's people that are into fitness because it's their lifestyle. And there's people that are in the industry, in the gym industry, because they own a gym. I've got a good friend of mine, Marcus. Uh, they own World's Gym, and I've gotten to be good friends with him. He lives in Big Bear, and uh, I shared this with him. Okay. So with that is that. We've got a crossover. We got a lot of people that come into this industry that are coming out of the they're a junkie. Is that they they love detailing or they're a, or they're a survivalist. They're getting into detailing because they can buy a bucket and a mitt and some soap and jump into it. And and so with that is that we've got to take people from being a technician to an entrepreneur, which has been typically pretty difficult to do uh, up until more recent times, but even still now it's difficult to do. So what piece of advice is would you give a person that is maybe a year or two into it is what dark hole, what black hole do they not want to go down? We see them instantly, you know, go to the wash. We see them go in. So what piece of advice to the person that's listening that's one, two, three years into it would you give them? We'll start on that end of the table again. Ian, let's go ahead. Yeah, so I would say uh, you got to lean into the fear and the resistance of, you know, the negative thoughts in your mind, because, you know, I think that, um, you know, it's scary hiring your first employee, right? Or you know, hiring an, a manager to help manage your employees, right? Um, and it's just, it's something that I've dealt with, and it slowed my business development growth, mm -hmm. is because I was just scared, um, and it took me too long to stop being a technician and you know move into managing employees and one thing that really helped me was the book e-myth oh, right yep like that's absolutely. one of the greatest books absolutely you can read um really to help open up that framework i, I dig it that's a great put so hey billy you're you're up i think one thing i would tell people is uh get clearly defined on what you want your life to look like what you want your business even just starting out, you might not think of yourself as a business, but the quicker you can get into that mindset, snap into that train of thought, 
the faster you're going to grow. And if you like to buy toys or you like to buy polishers, you can buy all those things, but grow the business first. And the way you do that is by getting a vision. You have to know where you're going, right? So get it clearly defined on what it is that you want, what you want your life to look like, paint a mental image in your mind and move in that direction. So what, what about the people that say, well, you know what? I mean, it, it's easy to talk about life when you have a life, but um, I don't have a life. I'm not making enough money to, to, to do it. So we'll, We'll come back on that one because that's a, I've heard that a lot this week and, and it disturbs me. But until then, that will be the next question. Shane, so what's your that, that one, two, or three-year person that's really trying to get come out of it? So I really agree with Billy. Like you got to have you got to have that vision and you got to see that big picture. And then another thing I would add to that is find find a mentor, find uh, find some guys in the industry that have already done what you're trying to do yeah. and and pick their brains, copy what they're doing, figure out how they're operating and then uh, you know just chase it with a passion. I mean really that's there's what it comes few, down to. There's a few of those dudes hanging around here right now. Yeah you know, absolutely. That you can do that with. So my friend Joel, let's get you in on this. When it's a new business, I think what's important is first of all, figure out what your business strategy is going to be, develop a business plan. You know, I always say if you work, if you if you build a plan, then you work your plan, and not try not to divert too much. Uh, you should be able to reach and attain those goals. Uh, but again, too many people try too many things, and especially in this industry, when you walk into a shop, and there's a uh, hundred different types of products. Uh, you know, as a customer, that business looks confused. Right. Right. If they look confused. I don't want to do business with someone. No, and if they look like a 1984 shop, you know, grease all over the floors. Yeah, that's exactly it. So that's that's exactly it. Tommy, input on that one. You know, everybody had uh, some great advice right there. Definitely get a mentor. Um, definitely stay focused. Don't you know, stay on track. Don't get sidetracked. Like Joel was saying, because it does. It gets very confusing, and it, it, you confuse yourself sometimes too. Sometimes you get lost in your own mind. Yep. And uh, take some time for yourself. Don't always sink yourself into your work it's you know, no I, I i learned the hard way that you have to take some time away no that's that's great so step away. that's a great input i love that now segueing off of that let's go in we're going to talk next on the next section about somebody that's more advanced they're making some money they got a business but they're still they're cut they feel like they're spinning their wheels they feel like they're not going anywhere but before we get there i've heard at this show this week and and this just i just injected this into it 15 minutes ago is I've heard this 10 times this week. It's easy for you to tell me that you've got a personal life because you've got the money to have a personal life. My answer back to the young man that was right now is saying, you don't understand. When I started out this current business in 1997, I had just had everything wiped away from me. Everything. Everything was, I allowed it to happen. Nobody else's fault but mine. But I still went out hiking. Hiking doesn't cost anything. You don't even need, I still, one of my favorite things to do right now is absolutely free is walk my dogs. It's free. You can get out and do, we talked this morning, I do a hundred pushups every morning is you can get out and physically do stuff in your, in, in your, you can, you, you can take in and, and go to community events that are absolutely free. But if you get in the bad habit of not, of not building up a personal life, it's going to be, you're going to become miserable really quick. Habit forming is that, you know, in Jocko, right? Big fans, both of us, huge yeah. fan of the Jocko. And I think you've had some, some close, closer, you know, contact and so yeah. forth. Is that that dude's a hardcore dude. 
But you told me a story one time where you, you saw him surfing or something like that. The dude's got a life. Matter of fact, if you, I just watched a, a thing he did the other day live, and he's got a pack on. He's going up this hill. That's He's doing what he loves to do away from business and tying it in. It's okay to tie your business into it. But in our industry, this poor thinking, this poor mentality gets people trapped into the situation that they don't have any escape and they burn out. So we're, this time we're going to start in the middle and work our way out. So we're going to go here, here, and then we'll go to the outsides and come in. So go ahead and respond to that. Yeah, so honestly, I was that guy um, five, six years ago. I was a workaholic, uh, seven days a week, 15 hours a day, no problem, you know. Um, and I didn't know any other way. Um, and, you know, uh, talking, getting mentors, you know, things like that, and really working on my physical self and my mental uh, self has not only improved me as a person and helped me develop a life, but it's also helped me develop my businesses and helped me be more productive when I am at the shop and let me release my stress and my tensions and things like that all all because I focus more on myself than I do on my business now and and I would tell anybody out there like if you if you can get your your personal life dialed in and get some healthy habits the rest of it will fall into place you just have to you just have to kind of believe in that you're that you're doing the right thing and and for me now it's more important to have a life than it is to have a business you know oh, and i've man. kind of learned that over time i, I love it joel <laughs> i totally agree with what he's saying and i think it's important uh the way we did it here is that uh, we employed the right people to do the right jobs so it allows me to not have to work as hard as I work, like you know, I got Marcus, uh, Mike, Carlin, Jennifer, Kevin Cox. I got a, I got a super, super, super team of people, and 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 my partner is amazing, and but it allows me to also spend more time mentoring people to try to get them to the point where I'm at, because if I can help people become successful, either they buy my product or not, it doesn't matter. They're either going to help grow my business or your business. Absolutely. Or and I prefer spending more time mentoring people, helping them become successful, and taking time for myself to go shoot a game of golf, you know, spend some time with the wife. Uh, but yeah, that's important. It's it's huge, Tommy. Yeah, you know, um, I stress out. I stress out a lot. I let a lot of stuff get to me. And, uh, it's taken a lot over the last couple of years to learn how to do that. Talking a lot to Billy, talking a lot to Marcus, talking a lot to Joel um, has helped out a lot. And what I've learned is, I just I just started stepping away one day, and it's, it's helped a lot. I just and I don't do anything. I'll jump in my truck and I'll go for a drive out in the Red Rock Canyon, or I'll uh, I'll put my headphones on and I'll disappear in the garage for a couple hours and just tinker around. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it does it, it makes me feel a lot more that's, a lot more connected. That's cool, dude. Well, hey man, I'm always here. First off, yeah, and, yeah, and, I know. You know, I'm always here, and we we all are, all of us. Before, let me tell you right now, this panel that's up here. Is you, you you get a you get in a weird spot? You reach out to one of us or all of us. Okay, I'll, I'll lay that out here. Oh, I'm not, always available. Not not not. Well, hold, hold on though. Is that not only for other people, but we are here for you and we're here for each other. Because sometimes as manufacturers, we can't show our weakness. You know, and so yeah, you do have to be careful of that because some people will, some people will mistreat that. You know, and they'll 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 misread that. But it, it's really important that we escape. You know, one of the things Diane will tell you, I live by music. And Bob Phillips taught me this, is in the morning, I turn on mellow music. And the reason why, if I amp myself up on ACDC in the morning, is I'm kind of I'm kind of amped up the wrong way. I'm peaked. And so what I do, I, 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 I turn some 
uh, Aaron Lewis on, something like that. That's just kind of cool music. Uh, I put some R&B on, uh, Luther Vandross, something mellow in the morning when I'm getting ready. And then after that, game's on. You know, then I'll turn on something that's powerful. And so let's go right to, we'll go to Billy and then to the end on that on that topic. Yeah, so somebody that's uh, got the business going, got the wheels in motion, and, and they're wanting to figure out how to uh, perfect it or, or, you know, tame the beast, I guess you could say. And a business is a lot like Frankenstein. You could build Frankenstein, but if you don't tell Frankenstein what to do, Frankenstein, Frankenstein is going to wreck your life. So I think it's important to, uh, along with getting clarity of where you want to go, you know, the the great thing about entrepreneurship or running your own business is you have the freedom to choose. You don't work a job. You work the job. A bell tells you when to go to lunch, when to go home, when to come to work. A bell sounds everything. Well, that freedom comes with discipline. And the way you discipline yourself is by, well, I create like alarms on my phone from this time to this time. I have to do this. And that is basically my, my mental alarm bell until I build up that discipline to own my day, to master oh, my I day. I love that. Right? So I want to own the Frankenstein before Frankenstein owns me. I love that. I love that. Ian? Down the yes. End. So for me, I mean, my business is built on ideas and solving problems and trying to be creative and come up with creative solutions. And I can tell you that 90% of that comes when I'm sitting and relaxing and taking time, sitting in the sun, Amen. having a cigar, Amen. Or surfing or playing golf. Um, it doesn't come when I'm in the weeds and in the trenches, like, you know, digging into the business. Um, and I, I love every day, I, every day when I wake up, I love going to work. Um, but I still have to take a break. Me and Billy talk about this all the time. You know, he'll call me and he's like, he wants to talk about something has a problem. And I'm like, bro, I'm going surfing. Dude. I'll call you back tomorrow. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, uh, you know, really without that downtime, your mind just can't relax. Um, and you just, you get wound up no matter how much you love your business and, uh, you know, just having fun and relaxing really is where all the best ideas come. I tell people this whole time, right off of your message. I love that, man. Is that in my twenties, I had the right idea. It was all about, it was all about building my empire, building my, the right amount of ski days, which was 50 a year at the time. I wanted to get 50 ski days in a year. It was all about mountaineering. It was all about giving back you know and serving my, my service to others and and i fit business in around those things and i i made a ton of money in my 20s and then i screwed it all up my 30s and it took literally a decade to fix all the screw-ups because i got myself so messed up with with stinking thinking and overworking that i was addicted to it i could not put that down but it's it, not a bad thing because of the screw-ups that you did you learned, and now you're able to teach people not to do what you a did. Amen. That's exactly it, Joel. And, and listen, you know, we don't want any of you, you know, Joel and I, we're, we're close to the same age, right? I don't want you struggling with the things I struggled at at 50. I want those out of your wheelhouse at 30 or 35 or not even deal with them better off. And, and that's what people don't get. You got to go, oh, I'm going to go do it my way. Well, good, because you're going to screw it up, dude. Is, is, is dude or chick or whatever it, it, it's it's you've got to listen to other people and especially if they open up and they tell you how they screwed up is it's it's easy to tell you how we made it it's another thing so so now we're going to start and we're going to ask this question so 
the entrepreneur that's they've got a successful business they've got a staff or two or ten whatever it is they're running a lot of these people is they're in they're, they're making money and they're looking at their bank account and they've got they've got money right and they've got a they've got a house um, they're, they're paying their mortgage they're doing all the things but a lot of people are small thinkers and they're not thinking big enough. They're not thinking about real estate purchases for investments. They're not thinking about how rich people think. They're not looking at it with how much, where can I put my money before tax dollars into medical savings accounts, into IRAs, into all these different things. So let's talk about what you guys think of. Once you start to get to that point, Let's talk about savings. Let's talk about you know what you should be doing. Give me your thoughts on on the big picture stuff that maybe you've learned on your own, or um, you you've taken and watched other people or a mentor share with you. Tommy, we're going to start with you on this one. Hey, you know I'm not going to lie. I probably fall into the category of the small thinkers and whatnot, and maybe this is where I would probably step aside and listen and learn from you guys. Yeah. Well, hold Absolutely. on though. Let's go off to this. Is that you admitting that is is is, is huge, because is I, I, I've admitted it for years. I do it on every podcast I can. Mm -hmm. I was stuck into that. I knew I, I knew I could go do things, but I didn't believe I deserved it. I was self I self sabotaged myself two times to where I I, I ruined a millionaire status, and and one of them was almost stupidity. I knew it was going to do happen. But I still had to pull the trigger on it. You know, I knew what was going to happen. I self-sap. And then after that, I was like, man, I don't deserve it. It's just not going to happen again because I don't deserve it. Well, I went out and made it again. You know, I did it again. Did it again. You know, I I don't think that way anymore, but I still limit myself. I totally limit. Ian, we're going to start back over on you on this one again. Yeah, so I would say, I mean, I'm kind of at that level now where I've spent 20 years building the business investing all my profits back into the business mm -hmm. to build that snowball and now i'm starting to divest out of it and i'm starting to that. pay myself more and you know move into other investments you know that are going to work for you know you know later part of my life but also you know my family um and so you know that's where i'm at i like I like it. And Billy, now you're coming out of a whole different area too because you've got a full-time gig that, you know, you, you've worked your butt off, dude. And I love that about you, but you know, you, you've got, you, I'm sure you're, you always have a cool perspective. You always have a cool perspective. Uh, yeah. I mean, when it comes to thinking big, that was one of the, the mistakes that I made. And, and to be honest with you, there's, you know, it could come from a lack of confidence. I think a lot of people don't think big enough because they don't think they can do something. They don't think they have they don't possess the skill or talent. Well, that goes back into getting all your other stuff in order, getting a clear vision is you'll amaze yourself at the things that you can do and what you can achieve. And every little win that you get, you build more and more confidence along the way. And I'm just learning that recently. And you know, I left my full-time gig back in June and uh, wasn't quite sure if I wanted to do it. I was scared to death, took the jump, came home and, and have had a lesson the last seven months. Uh, man, it's, I don't think I could have got that in any college in America, what I've learned in the last mm -hmm. seven months, man. It, it's real on-the-job training, but it came through building a vision, building confidence, and getting one win at a time. It really is that simple. People make things hard. They sure do. They get in their way a lot, you know? 
Okay, so I've I've had a front row seat to your gig. I mean, you're a whole different dude, a whole different entrepreneur. When I met, when did you first come through training? Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. I've watched this guy transition, and he doesn't know it. Well, I think he does. I brag about him at every moment. I've got a picture of him on my shop. He's one of of of. of there's a lot of them, but I know his. He's shared a lot of in-depth stuff about his financials. And I know when this, whatever he says right now, take it to heart because I, I've seen it firsthand. And so publicly, I want to tell you, and I know your background, I'm really proud of you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, you know, so for big picture thinking for me, um, I know a lot of us in the industry, we come up with ideas and we kind of talk ourselves out of them, right? And mm. so what I've kind of learned to do over time is when I come up with an idea, I call Rennie or I call Jim or I call Mark or these guys that have been in the industry for 20 years and I run it by them, right? And they'll either say, yeah, that's a great idea or did you think about this or that, right? And then if, it's a, if they give me the go, now I start game planning. And then once I take the game plan, now I start taking little small steps daily to reach that goal. And that's kind of how I got into the tire and wheel business, right? I went from just standard auto detailing into tinning and then into paint protection film. And I made sure I had those systems and that standard operating procedures dialed in before I moved on to the next step. And I worked it and worked it and worked it until it ran itself or basically managed itself. I put people in proper positions to, to help me and my business lead the way, right? And I give them the opportunity to succeed and to expand on uh, on their skills, right? And so like my detailers, they all talked about tent and PPF and that sort of thing. And so I took them to training. We, we got involved in it and I just challenged them to, to get it down, you know? And the guy who got it down took lead of that. And then we moved into PPF and then the tire and wheel game. I had no knowledge of that. So I grabbed some books, uh, talked talk to different guys that were in the game and kind of figured out the, the outline of it. And then now I'm just fine tuning it to, to be the animal that I want it to be, you know? But it comes from you know, when you get that idea, reach out to somebody about it and talk to them, get the ups and downs of it, and then make a game plan, take the action, and just those little small steps daily, you know, all you have to do is just make one move daily towards your ultimate goal. It's not about the end result. It's about the process. And when people get that down, that's how you'll find the success in it. Man. Okay, so a lot of you, Joel, we're going to wrap that up with you. But before I do that, is that what you guys don't see with Joel, and I've seen him because I, I, I went to the restroom with him earlier, this guy's got a set of gonads. <laughs> that are just massive. Uh, the other thing is, I'm a pretty tough dude. There's some really big, tough guys in the audience. I'm looking at right now. This is one of the last guys I'd fight right here. I've seen his. I've seen his hockey videos. Um, he was an enforcer in hockey. Oh wow! Uh, it, yeah, and this dude can he can brawl with the best of them, man. So, but I, you know, you've got a whole different perspective. This guy's such a unique gift to us in the industry because of where he was in his journey before. And, and, you know, I've gotten to 100,000 feet. And my mentor is Vince, a guy named Vince Cicilli, is just massive, right? He's, he's space shuttle level. This guy's at that level. I mean, he's, he's, he's at that level. And so lay, lay us down some wisdom. Well, I, I'm just going to go back to Shane for a second. Because <clears throat> he was the only one to talk about systems, operating procedures. And I think it doesn't matter where you are in your life or where you are in your business, you all have to have that. As small, you know, we're all owners of companies here. Yep. I, I look at my PL every day when I get up. I look at what Amen. my business plan is. I readjust it on the fly if I have to. Mm -hmm. And what I was impressed is I knew Shane was successful. You and I talked about it before. Yep. And uh, you kept telling me what he's done and everything. 
And this guy was at my class uh, listening to me. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. I think because maybe I give a different perspective, I shoot from the hip, I ain't going to bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's important that everybody, when you're looking at business, you have to really focus down and you want to grow your money. So right now, talking about growing money and how you become wealthy instead of okay, real estate, and Rennie and I have had this discussion too, is a great opportunity. It is. And especially today. And money is so cheap today. It's very, very cheap today. Don't Don't look at the price of the... Of, don't of, look the, at what you're buying. Yeah, don't. Don't look at what you're buying. I'll give you an example. I flew here on uh, Tuesday. I bought a house last Monday. Another one. I bought a house at Cobble Beach. One of the top five golf courses in Canada. It, I was trying to buy a cottage on Georgian Bay. I couldn't get nothing. Everything was a million, million plus for garbage. Cobble Beach opened another development. The shovel doesn't go into 2023. It'll be finished 2024. But I bought a police for five seventy nine, six hundred thousand. You know what it cost me? Fifty seven thousand when I left. That's it. Fifty seven grand. I will be able to sell that place before I even move in. Oh, absolutely. For eight fifty nine hundred. Yeah. For fifty-seven thousand dollars investment, I just going to make about three hundred grand. Yep. So you got to take that leap of faith, but talk to people and ask their opinion. You know, it's like I talked to a detailer the other day. I was telling Randy he's renting his shop. He's paying twenty-four hundred dollars a month. I said, "Do you ever consider buying the building or buying the property?" And he says, "Well, I can. This is what it's going to cost me." I said, "Do you know that now your rent becomes nine hundred and eighty dollars a month if you buy it? Mm -hmm. And yep. do you know that not only you're only not only you've cut your Class and half, but now you got equity of whatever the value of the property is that you can then reuse to reinvest in your business. So it's all about moving money, and moving money as cheaply as possible. And if you don't know how to do it, ask somebody that does, and don't pay people to for their freaking advice. Amen. Okay, no. if people are gonna get, if people are gonna say, "Oh, I'll talk to you. You can listen to me talk. You're gonna pay X amount of money." Hang up the phone. Shut the computer off. I'll give you my phone number. You can call me any day. I'll give it to you for free. That's straight talk, straight talk. That's why we've got, you know, our group, we're, we're, you know, about 200 strong. And it's just because we're vetted, you know, and that's what, what that's what's important. We know who's successful. And uh, so here, here, let's go with this. I want to take and, 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 and end it with this is, is really, I want each one of you to kind of pour out your heart right now. Speak, speak from your heart, from your gut. And if you had one piece of advice, thinking about seeing the industry and thinking about whatever you're closest to, you know, and what means the most to you, if you want to lay down some, some, some wisdom, lay down some law with these people, what would you say to them? And so who haven't we, Billy, we're going to start with you this time. We haven't started with you yet. So we'll start with there. Well, nobody's coming to save you. So you better start figuring something out. You know, it, uh, there you go. It took me a long time growing up, you know, in, in rural Kentucky to understand was, you know, we don't have the resources or the, the, you know, places to look. But, and I said this on a podcast yesterday, no matter where you are, no matter where you live, no matter what you think, your mood every day and your journey is your choice because everybody has one of these. You can download podcasts. You can look on YouTube. We are living in an era right now where you can choose what goes into your mind, what goes into your brain, what's on your Instagram feed, what's on your Facebook feed. So how you do one thing is how you do everything, but you start putting one foot in front of the other and get the mindset right because that's going to lead everything else that you're going to do along your journey. Today might be washing cars. 
five years from now, you might own five taco trucks on the road. So get that business mindset and that mm. mentality established right now. Things aren't going to change. Life's always going to be hard. Times are always going to suck at times. But how you react to those things is going to ultimately be what molds you into the success that you're ultimately going to find in your life. Do not let yourself or anybody else drag you down. Wake up every morning. We only have, we were talking on that same podcast yesterday, and I then made the response of 5-2. That's my theory. It's five days of building an empire, two days a week of building your lifestyle. And, and, and one of the things was, well, what about the person that says that my business is my lifestyle? And I said, wait until they're facing death because I face that in what I do. I've had to take a look at a person that's taking their last breath. And I'll tell you what, right now, those are really sorry SOBs because they, and they don't realize it until they know that they're going to take their last breath and it's over. This isn't a reset on a video game. When this shit ends, this shit, you know, your faith, your faith goes on, but this part of this journey is over. And so you better take the most of it. And I've never met anybody and, and been bandaging them up and seeing them take their last breath to tell me, man, I would w- make sure my check my bank account for me. It's never happened. It's never. Ian, let's go with you next. You know, I just want to say that um, I think there's a lot of like shit talking in the industry and people like talking down on detailers and each other. And I just want to say that I love detailers. I, I sell products into lots of different industries. And I mm-hmm. think the detailing industry has the best type of people. Um, and there's a lot of friendships to be had. And that's why I like coming to events like this, because you guys are all my friends. And every time I come to an event like this, I make more new friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's kind of, you know, there's the business aspect of it. But, you know, the friendships are what really matter. Um, so like I just I got to say, you know, Joel is actually a great mentor for me. He'll, he calls me or I'll call him uh, and he always has great advice and he cuts right he to does. the bone yep. with it. And he'll always take the time. We, sometimes we play phone tag back and forth, but he always takes the time and, you know, has great uh, advice. for me. It's funny because Joel and I talk probably 10 or 12 times a year uh, aside from the industry. Yep, about once a month we, we talk, and the guy's just a wealth of information. In and in, in because again his his vision, you know yeah. where he's been in life. Um, but it, it you're so true is that, you know the people that aren't here. There's a group that will never want to be here at this at events like this, and there's the, and and I can't help them. We can't help them, but the guy and gals that really want to be here and you just can't get here yet. It's okay. We're waiting for you. We'll, we'll be B- here. I, Billy's one of my best friends. We talk multiple times a week, um, and we're great business partners. But I love the guy, and uh, you know he gives me great advice, and we argue. But uh, oh heck yeah, he disagrees yeah. with me, and I disagree with him. But I can't we imagine still love each other. Arguing. I can never imagine that. You know, <laughs> because we're not soft, Ian. <laughs> Tell us what it is. We're not soft. Yeah, yeah. Stop being so soft, people. So let, oh boy, I'll tell you. Right? Okay. So let's bring it down this way now. Okay. Uh, so the best advice I would give anybody is, you know, number one, take care of yourself, take care of your health, take care of your mental health, mm. uh, that that kind of thing. The next thing I would I would tell a detailer is, you're already a detailer. You need to you need to be as passionate about the business side of detailing as you are about detailing the car itself. You need to learn your systems, your standard operating procedures. You need to know your numbers. You need to understand all of that stuff. It's even more important than the final product of your vehicle and detailing it in general. You can be the greatest detailer on the planet, 
And if you don't know how to operate a business, you're never going to make money. But if you can learn to operate a business effectively and efficiently, you will make way more money. I, I promise you that. And that and that I would say, you know, if you if you want to learn about business, read books, get mentors, you know, uh, read up online, listen to podcasts. There's there's some great guys out there that are spitting real truth and giving it away for free. And and you have that ability wow. instead of being on Facebook in the morning, listen to Andy Frisilla. Uh, yep. You know, a guy gives great advice. Listen to Jocko. Read books, man. Take take a half an hour a day and read 10 pages of an entrepreneur or a self uh, self-help book uh, you'll be much more further ahead than you ever will be just by scrolling through Facebook and Instagram and wasting all your time you know you you got one life to live and, and for me it's, it's about getting better every day one small step at a time you know and you're gonna age faster than you think you're gonna you're gonna hit if you're 20 you're gonna be 40 before you know it if you're 40 you're gonna be 55 before you know it it's it just as you get busier in life and you add more flowers to the pot is that it takes a lot more time to sniff those flowers and it goes a lot faster can i add some real quick Randy, on touching on what shane said you know there's an old saying is that you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with and in today's world of the internet and all that i would take that a step further and say you are the sum of what you put in your mind Absolutely. oh boy what you put in your mind is who you hang out with so if you're looking at garbage and bullshit on Instagram, if you're spending your day on, well, your brain subconscious is going to start looking for those things. So, yeah, take care of the garden, the garden in the mind. There you go. So, Tommy, let's come down to you. And, and again, I think this is cool because I've watched your – I remember when Angel Wax, when you joined forces with them. And I remember an, an entire industry celebrating with you because you're such a great guy. And you just you, – you, you took and you developed that opportunity, and a lot of us watched it go down, and we're so proud of you. And most of you were sitting right here. Right? So go ahead and talk right into that sucker. So one thing that I've noticed and one thing that's really helped me and what I would tell people is don't change who you are and mm. what you stand for to fit in with anybody or any brand. Don't don't change that focus. Stay on Stay, stay the course. Don't. Just I like that. Stay true to who you are is pretty much what it comes down to. Billy says it all the time. I always agree with it. Um, people just do it too much. They, they they try to change what they're doing to make it fit with something that maybe doesn't fit with them in the first place. And then it ends up not working out. Anymore. No, I like that. I like that. Joel, lay down some wisdom. Everybody here, I speak to a lot of you guys. I hang out with a lot of you guys. And in the industry and we, we built a nice team we have about 4500 installers and you know what if i like you and i believe what you stand for and i know what you're doing ian i i give them access to all of our installers we work together we're trying to build ian's company uh detail bookies I, i'm yep. working with those guys i'm trying to help them build their company uh pns i think there's always a good better best in any categories uh we're not the cheapest on the block so you know what if i can if i can be the high end in the shop i'll be the high end if i can help other people come in wherever they fit but i want to work with people i want to work with. i want to work with people i enjoy working with and it's great to read books listen to podcasts get it in your mind but what's important is to practice what you learned in what you read and what you sucked into your brain it's not a question of repeating what you sucked in it's a question of learning from it and applying it to your daily. You know, I'm like Ian. I talk to Billy all the time, and Billy knows I bust his balls. I love the guy. I've said this about Billy Boggess for, Billy, how long? Four years we've known each other? 
And I still today, when he came out with the brand ADG, American Detailer Garage. Just listen to that. American Detailer Garage. That name is more popular than McGuire's in my mind. Right. It's it, That should be in everybody's garage every day of the week. And I keep telling Billy, Billy, you've got to go DIY way more. You've got to go DIY way more. You've got to go DIY way more. I'd love to take this brand and make millions with it. With them. We'll buy it. I'd love to work with them. <laughs> I've told him a million times, talk to me, we'll work together. I think he's got something, and I think he knows he's got something. But Billy's a little hard at it. Well, here's I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you guys one more time, and and this is it, this show, this week, Thursday, Friday, today, I took away something really important from from about five people that are young in the industry, and in that some of them, half of them are my age, and half of them are really young. There's something in my life, both personal and professionally, that needs to change. It's it, it's. It's 80% not me, 20% me. And I'm walking away with this show, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to show you what it is. It's because I want to hear if I'm successful at the, making this change, people are going to say it to me. But I took it critical, and I was like, that's got to change. And I'm walking away from being here of being more true to myself and who I am, and therefore being true to the people that I can influence. What was the takeaway from the show, Tommy? We're going to start with you and walk, work our way right down. Wow, that's sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, that, that that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. The show's still going on, but uh, man, the takeaway for me is is family. That's 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 what this show represented for us more than anything. It was a chance to to reconnect with everybody, no. even more mm -hmm. so than SEMA. But because I feel like I feel like I'm a lot closer to everybody now. Yeah, and this is her first time at Mobile Tech. Yeah, and it was my first time. So yeah. it was it's overwhelming in some ways, but not overwhelming in, in a lot of ways. And uh, it's something that I we're definitely gonna come back to and, and well you, you picked a very you picked a good one to come to as your first because this is the best MT we've ever been to. And I've been and I can feel four. I can feel it. It's pretty it's pretty intense. So Joel, what's what's been your takeaway? I know your my takeaway is the hunger I see in people. I see all these young people here like like you said, we're a little older, mm -hmm. but I see all these young people here, and I see their hunger. I see that they want to become successful. I see that they come out to, like, I was shocked. I had 120 people in the room listening to me talk about thinking outside the box, and they're just hungry, and they're writing notes, and they're taking notes, and mm -hmm. and I want to I want to help the people that are serious, serious about growing their business. I want to help them if I can, and I want to make sure that they understand that when I help somebody has nothing to do with our brand, talk to me on a personal level. I don't care. But I want to help people grow because I think it's going to help the industry grow. Absolutely. Yeah, I would kind of reiterate what Joe said. You know, uh, I've been, as I've been walking through here, um, I've, I've been approached uh, by numerous detailers uh, that have, you know, seen me on social media, watch my business grow, that sort of thing, both in our group and outside of our group. And uh, for me, um, I, I do a lot within our group already. And I, and I think, uh, you know, it, for me, it's, it's kind of time to help the whole industry, not just refund, you know, not just the detail mafia itself, uh, but, but help out in the whole industry and, and uh, seeing the hunger and seeing these guys eager to learn the business side of it and, uh, and ready to, ready to step it up. You know, that's, it's, it's inspirational for me these days. You know, um, when you've been in business a long time, you kind of, you kind of get in this, uh, melancholy type situation where you, you have these systems in place and everything's running smooth and stuff. 
stuff. And so when uh, when these young guys come up to me, it, it's very inspiring, and it keeps that it keeps that gas going. So I stay on the stay on the pedal, you know, and, and uh, really want to help out. And uh, what I've kind of learned from walking around here and talking to people is like this industry needs guys like us to to step in and and, and coach them along the way until they're successful, you know. I like it, Billy. One of the things I picked up on, and this is the first mobile tech we've had in two years, and a lot of us, you know, we attended other shows, but this is the first mobile tech in two years. What I've noticed is the conversations have changed over the years. You've watched our peers, you know, grow as a person and in business. And when they come to the booth and they sit down and have conversations, those conversations today are more mature conversations than they were three or four years ago. We're all growing. Yeah. And that's that's great because we know the industry as a whole is coming up to another level. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I just want to say that I feel like this show is refreshing because we spent the last two years, you know, in Zoom calls, emails, kind of like in the metaverse, you know, virtual reality. And now we're all getting here back together, you know, person to person, you know, shaking hands, hugging, eating dinner. Some of the so, rage, some of the rage is gone. There's, I felt especially. A couple, two, three months into the shutdown, we had a lot of rage. There was a lot of rage. There's a lot of rage. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, and I feel like these events are just going to become more important. Like lots of people think that these in-person events are kind of going to go away or fade no, away. Because no way. Be, no, I think they're going to become more important yep. as we become more digital um, and the person-to-person -person contact uh, just becomes more important and, and and i got bad news for people the shit's been going on for billions of years and you either got to live through it or die and there's a lot of walking zombies in the world right now wake the hell up and you know you can be you can still be safe and come to these events but you know it uh, we won't go into political aspects of it because that will that was that will spark <laughs> off a lot hey jets we just talked about the hunger like don't let the negativity people suck oh, it out hell yeah it's two percent go, go for all these guys that are hungry that are excited absolutely yeah, leave yeah. the negativity people yeah. it doesn't matter if you're an industry a group you two percent of the population is always going to be pissed off and you got to almost cut that two percent out of your life they're the loudest. They're the loudest. And, you know, and, and they're the ones taking screenshots of shit. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, what really, you're going to sit there and take the time, you know, to send me a screenshot of something else somebody said, and I just don't, I don't even know who that person is. How much money did that make you today? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it, it you, who cares? Is this is what our industry's become. And this is where our industry is going. And, you know, it's exciting. Again, if you don't want to be here, that's cool. If you want to get here and you just can't afford it yet, you'll get here. Give yourself time. You'll get here. And I guarantee you this. If you come in with open ears and open mind and open heart, your life's never going to be the same. So, gents, I want to thank you for coming in. Hey, Rennie, can I touch on something real quick? Absolutely. No. Yeah, you can. Um, so, this kind of clicked in my mind so another big thing that i see people wasting a lot of energy on is focusing on their competition and their competitors oh, yeah, and man. i think this is a very important thing to address is don't worry about your competitors don't worry about what they're doing focus on your business your success and and it will fall into place the more time that you waste focusing on them that's energy that you could be using for your business and to get better instead you're focusing on them and it's just a waste of time well let me point something out let's see product manufacturer competitor Product manufacturer competitor, product manufacturer competitor, and they're here with us right now. 
And, and the reason why they're here is they're very authentic. They're very build-up competitors. We consider, you know, Ian's an ally. You know, there's a difference. You're a brother. You know what I'm saying? Is but we, the guys that are the men that are standing here, they're competitors. I'm actually a champion of them. And 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 if you can't be a champion of somebody good, there's a problem. Is you got to you got to realize that there's really good competitors in your market. You can actually help each other, not hurt each other. I want to be friends with my competitors. Me too. When you too. Sometimes some of the best business deals come from being friends and treating your competitors with respect and honor. And uh, I really, my best customers are my competitors. Ab ab absolutely. I've got a competitor that's a mentor. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right. Well, hey, gents, go have a good re uh, rest of the show. I want to thank you all for taking your time. So, thank hey, you. If you've got something out of this, let's go down the line real quick before we do that. Ian, how do they follow you? How do they find you online? How do they contact you? Autofiber.com, uh, Facebook, Autofiber, Instagram. My email is ian at autofiber.com, so cool. you can email me. Right on, Billy. Yeah, Amer <clears throat> excuse me, AmericanDetailerGarage.com, Facebook and Instagram, American Detailer Garage, And you can email me at Billy at AmericanDetailerGarage.com. There you go. Uh, Shane Mayfield on Facebook, Shane Mayfield on Instagram, uh, perfectionplus.biz. Uh, if you look me up, you can send me an email through there. Uh, my email address is perfectionplus.biz uh, at gmail.com. There you go. Jane LaPalm at igelcoatingsusa.com, 647-456-7764. I'm old school, Granny. Yeah, you are. Call, Call me. me. I'll pick up. Call me. There you go. Tommy, will. Tommy, how they reach out to you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Tommy James. Tommy Ramos Davis, sorry, and uh, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Tom Davis196 at gmail.com, or you can call me direct, 702-202-8911. I generally answer my phone. If I don't, just leave a message. There you go. Hey, if you got something out of this, make sure to share this podcast. We uh, we think this is a pretty, pretty powerful one, you know? A lot of good wisdom laid down. So, gents, we will see you at the next event. Thanks for coming in. This is Rennie really Doyle. Now, Tommy, I can't remember my damn name. Rennie <laughs> Doyle Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Take care. Happy detailing all.